Gaelic myth, the Calac is a divine hag and ancestor associated with the creation of the landscape and with the weather, especially storms and winter. The word literally means old woman hag and is found with this meaning in modern Irish and Scottish Gaelic and has been applied to numerous mythological and folkloric figures in Ireland, Scotland and the Isle of Man. In modern Irish folklore stories, she is sometimes known as the Hag of Berra. In Scotland, where she is also known as Berra, Queen of Winter, a name given by 20th century folklorist Donald Alexander Mackenzie, she is credited with making numerous mountains and large hills, which are said to have been formed when she was striding across the land and accidentally dropped rocks from her creel or wicker basket. In other cases, she is said to have built the mountains intentionally to serve her as stepping stones. She carries a hammer for shaping the hills and valleys and is said to be the mother of all the goddesses and gods. According to Mackenzie, Bera was a one-eyed giantess with white hair, dark blue skin and rust-coloured teeth. The Kalak displays several traits befitting the personification of winter. She herds deer, she fights spring and her staff freezes the ground. In partnership with the goddess Breda, the Kalak is seen as a seasonal deity or spirit, ruling the winter months between Samhain and Bialtana, while Breda rules the summer months between Bialtana and Samhain. Some interpretations have the Kalak and Breda as two faces of the same goddess, while others describe the Kalak as turning to stone on Bialtana and reverting to humanoid form on Samhain in time to rule over the winter months. Depending on local climate, the transfer of power between the winter goddess and the summer goddess is celebrated any time between Loyal Abrida at the earliest or Bialtana at the latest, and the local festivals marking the arrival of the first signs of spring may be named after either the Kalak or Abrida. Loyal Abrida is also a day the Kalak gathers her firewood for the rest of the winter. Legend has it that if she intends to make the winter last a good while longer, she will make sure the weather on the 1st of February is bright and sunny, so she can gather plenty of firewood to keep herself warm in the coming months. As a result, people are generally relieved if Loyal Abrida is a day of foul weather, as it means the clock is asleep and will soon run out of firewood, and therefore winter is almost over. On the Isle of Man, the Kalak is said to have been seen on St. Bride's Day in the form of a gigantic bird carrying sticks in her beak. According to Mackenzie, the longest night of the year marked the end of her reign as the Queen of Winter, at which time she visited the Well of Youth and after drinking its magic water, grew younger day by day. On the west coast of Scotland, the Kalak ushers in winter by washing her great plaid in the Gulf of Corryvreckan. This process is said to take three days, during which the roar of the coming tempest is heard as far away as 20 miles inland. When she is finished, her plaid is pure white and snow covers the land. In Scotland and Ireland, the first farmer to finish the grain harvest made a corn dolly, representing the clock, from the last sheaf of the crop. The figure would be then be tossed into the field of a neighbour who had not yet finished bringing in their grain. The last farmer to finish had the responsibility to take in and care for the corn dolly for the next year, with the implication they'd have to feed and house the hag all winter. Competition was fierce to avoid having to take in the old woman. Some scholars believe the old Irish poem, The Lament of the Old Woman of Berra, is about the clock. Kuno Meyer states she had 50 foster children in Berra. She had seven periods of youth, one after the other, so that every man who had lived with her came to die of old age and her grandsons and great-grandsons were tribes and races. 
In Ireland, the Cullach is associated with craggy, prominent mountains and outcroppings, such as Hag's Head, the southernmost tip of the Cliffs of Moher in County Clare. Labacali Wedge Tomb is located near Glanworth, County Cork, and is, according to folklore, the Cullach's grave and former dwelling where she lived with her husband, who she threw a boulder at, pinning him to the floor of the River Funchen. The megalithic tombs at Loch Crewe in County Meath are situated atop Schlieven Clock and include a curbstone known as the Hag's Chair. Cairn T on Schlieven Clock is a classic passage tomb in which the rays of the equinox sunrise shine down the passageway and illuminate an inner chamber filled with megalithic stone carvings. The summit of Schlieve Gullion in County Armagh features a passage tomb known locally as Clog Bear's House. There is also a lake where the clock is said to have played a trick on the mythical warrior Fionn Macu when he took on the physical appearance of an old man after diving into the lake to retrieve a ring that the clock fooled him into thinking was lost. There is a rock on the Bear Peninsula in West Cork at Kilcatherine said to resemble the clock. In mythology, she is said to have leapt across the bay from Coolock to its present location. The clock is prominent in the landscape of Argyll and Boot in Scotland. In later tales, she is known as the Clock Nan Cruachan, the Witch of Ben Cruachan. Ben Cruachan is the tallest mountain in the region. Tea towels and postcards of her are sold in the visitor's shop for the Hollow Mountain, which also features a mural depicting her accidental creation of Loch Awe. Legend has it that the clock was tired from a long day herding deer. Atop Ben Crookin, she fell asleep on her watch, and a well she was tending overflowed, running down from the highlands and flooding the valleys below, forming first a river and then the loch. The overflowing well is a common motif in local Gaelic creation tales, as seen in the goddess Bowen's similar creation of the River Boyne in Ireland. Other connections to the region include her above-mentioned strong ties with the fierce whirlpool of the Gulf of Corryvreckan. She is also associated with other Scottish mountains. Ben Nevis was said to be her mountain throne. The two mountains on the Isle of Skye, named Ben Nacolach, after her, from which fierce storms of sleet and rain descend, wreaking havoc and destruction upon the lands below. There is a Glen Clock in Glen Lyon in Perthshire with a stream named Alt Clock, which runs into Loch Lyon. This area is famous for a pagan ritual, which according to legend is so associated with the clock. There is a small sheiling in the Glen known as either Tig na Clock or Tig Nambodoc, which houses a number of heavy water-worn stones resembling miniature human beings. According to local legend, the stones represent the Kalak, her husband, the Bodoc, and their children. The site may represent the only surviving shrine of its kind in Great Britain. The local legend suggests that the Kalak and her family were given shelter in the Glen by the locals, and while they stayed there, the Glen was always fertile and prosperous. When they left, they gave the stones to the locals with the promise that as long as the stones were put out to look over the Glen at Bialtana and put back into the shelter and made secure for the winter at Samhain, then the glen would continue to be fertile. This ritual is still carried out to this day. If you like that, then listen to our main show every Wednesday on all good podcast providers. It's Alive Alive, the really, really fake true crime horror podcast. All the guts and gore, none of the guilt. See you on Wednesdays.